The IBM Cloud Platform Cast, coming to you every show with information about new capabilities and releases. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the IBM Cloud Platform Cast. We're hosts from the offerings team here at IBM Cloud. I'm Ian Lynch. And I'm Steve Choquette. And today we're joined by our guest, Chris Rosen. Now, Chris has been here before and he's become a friend of the show. Chris, welcome as always to the show. Thank you, guys. So, so Chris, last time you were here, we talked about um, the new IBM Bluemix container service, how it had been rebased on top of Kubernetes. And now it's like, what, a week, two weeks later, and you're back. So what's new? What's going on? Yep, exactly. So containers are a very hot topic. And so as our container tribe, we've got a very strong cadence of new capabilities that we plan to roll out through 2017. So I don't expect this to be our last visit. Today, we're going to focus on splitting the core container service from Registry and Vulnerability Advisor and what's going to be newly announced on June 20th. Ooh, newly announced on June 20th. Okay, Chris, so you're talking about releasing two separate things coming, so Registry first and then Vulnerability Advisor, right? So tell me a little bit about the, or is that my mistake or are they are they in the one service? Yeah, so they're split now as one actual service. So Registry and Vulnerability Advisor go hand in hand. Okay, awesome. So tell me a little bit about then the Registry. So the registry is built using open source V2 registry project. So what this means in layman's terms is that it is built using open format and giving our users consistency, giving them a secure location in the IBM cloud to store their Docker images. Registry is for someone that is looking for security, right? Absolutely. And a place to store their images in proximity to the actual runtime within the IBM Bluemix container service. So with the new release then, Chris, if I was previously running something based on a Docker container, and now we've just pre currently or quite recently released the Kubernetes-based containers, am I able to use the, the new registry with the Docker containers as well as Kubernetes, or is it just specific to Kubernetes? Nope, it works for both. So the registry service has actually been a part of the container service since June of 2015. This is now splitting those out as its own entity and it will work on previous container service as well as the new. Kubernetes itself does not provide an actual image format that's all defined at layers below it. So fundamentally, it's the same image, whether we're using pure Docker or Kubernetes as the orchestration. So Chris, how important is it to have this control of the registry? It's very important because our customers are providing content that is proprietary and very important and critical to them. And therefore, they need a location to be able to store that securely without going to some public Docker hub where anyone has access. All right. So, hey, hey, Chris, the other thing that you were announcing, or you mentioned that you're announcing, is the vulnerability advisor. Now, you know, we always seem to have stuff on the news uh, related to some sort of malware or cyber attack or something that's really just kind of ugly going on in the news. Um, can Vulnerability Advisor keep my company out of the news? I mean, I don't only like to be in the news if it was like some huge IPO or, or you know, we're making and doing magnificent things. I certainly don't want to be there as that one company that got hacked to shreds. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't either. And I'm sure all of our customers are in the same position that you are, Steve. And VA can exactly do this for you. So when you pull down an image, whether it's from Docker Hub or some other source, 
the reality is you have no insight to what's actually in there. And an image itself could comprise of 10, 20, or 100 different layers. So now with Vulnerability Advisor, we are introspecting every layer in every image hosted in your registry and looking for not only known vulnerabilities, but also configuration weaknesses, so weak password settings or remote logins enabled and things like that. So, so uh, you know, I, I thought uh, there's an interesting image that you gave there when you talked about, you know, uh, pulling images from some source that it made me think of, of those poor people that are always clicking on things that are caught in their emails. Um, when I get emails here at work or even at home, I know they're automatically scanned to make sure that there's just not something bad in the middle of that email. Uh, does that magic happen automatically with uh, the vulnerability advisor? You know, when I put a new image out in the registry, uh, does the vulnerability advisor kind of sneak in from the side and take a look at it and make sure that it's 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 of good quality and not something that's going to put me in the news? Yeah, certainly does. So what's great is. If you install Docker on your laptop and you do a Docker run some image name, it's going to pull it down from Docker Hub and just deploy it. And now you have a live container with really an unknown entity running inside of it. By taking that image first and pushing it to the registry, Vulnerability Advisor will automatically scan it before we deploy your first live container from that image. And therefore, we're giving you that insight before you're potentially putting the entire network at risk. And an administrator can set a policy to either warn or block their users from deploying images that have these vulnerabilities. So again, it helps keep you off the news. But it is only really tied to those images that are in the registry, right? If I had an image that somehow or another I, I deployed right off without going through the registry, then the vulnerability advisor doesn't do its magic, right? Correct. So with the new container service, our registry is actually optional. So you could deploy directly from some other registry, whether it's Docker Hub or Quay or Artifactory. But if you do that, you don't get Vulnerability Advisor. So that's why we, we push our customers to use our registry and then they get Vulnerability Advisor out of the box. So now not only static image scanning, but we also do live container scanning. So as new vulnerabilities come out or there's a configuration drift from the static deploy base to now a live running container, as an administrator, you're getting a report from static images as well as live containers and it really gives you control over that environment. So to me, that actually sounds like, I, I thought about when you started listing uh, the other choices and places that someone might get a uh, an image from, it sounds to me like this is a, a competitive advantage that, that you know, you, if you use our registry service, then because we, you know, overlay the, the vulnerability advisor on top of it, you're just not going to get yourself in trouble with something that you shouldn't be running. Is that right? It, correct. So when we look at kind of our typical competitors in this space, the Amazon, Microsoft, Google, they all provide a registry and essentially a location to store your images. What they do not have inherent to their platforms is something like a vulnerability advisor that's giving you those insights. Now, there are third-party companies in this container ecosystem that provide VA-like capabilities, but then the customer has to piece that architecture together. So within IBM Cloud, now you've got registry, vulnerability advisor, and the container service all tightly integrated together. 
So, Chris, is the vulnerability advisor associated in any way with the X-Force team? Yes. In January of 2017, we announced the integration with IBM X-Force Exchange, which pulls from five third-party sources. And what this does is give each vulnerability to your image or container a rating based on attack vector, complexity, is there a known fix? So this eliminates any false positives. And now your report ranks the most critical vulnerability at the top. So as an end user who is not a security expert, it makes it very easy and consumable to identify and understand the risks associated with a given vulnerability. So Chris, you mentioned the last time on the show that containers was a game changer. So now we seem to be adding more and more capability on an ongoing basis. But what if I want to find out more about this? Where should I head to? Absolutely. So we've created a short link called ibm.biz slash ibcs dash gtm, go to market. And you can go there and learn more about the registry and vulnerability advisor and take a deep dive on each of these technologies. Okay, Chris, but halfway through when you got through that URL, I was already lost. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to link that in the description of the podcast so everybody has access to it as well. So Chris, as always, at the end of the show, we always finish up by taking one key takeaway from the show or one key takeaway that we want our listeners. Last time you came true, as we said, with a huge statement that containers are the future. Have we got something to back that up now for our next rev of containers? So containers definitely are the future and security in this new container world is very difficult to navigate because there's so many sources of Docker images that security is very not only difficult, but it's very critical. So having a tool that provides those insights and controls integrated to the platform is very important. And that's what we're doing within the container service and registry. Chris, as always, buddy, thank you so much for coming on the show again. Um, for myself and Steve, guys, thanks for joining in. See you next time on the IBM Cloud Platform Cast. <laughs>